I tried and take a stand And always lend a helping hand Like you So less of me And more of you Cause all the glory Belongs to Belongs to you, oh, I 
his arms. High five your other neighbor and say, and the enemy's defeated. Come on now. Does anybody believe that in the house this morning? Come on, are we in church this morning now? I know these are new songs, but are we still in church? We still believe that the enemy is defeated? We still believe that we have the victory, and if we flip all the way to the back of the book, you and I still win? Come on, can we shout just a little bit, just a little loud longer, just a little bit loud? sing a song that says there's just simply nobody like our God. There's no one like him. Do you believe that in this house? Like it's one thing for us to know that. It's one thing for us to uh, believe that. It's another thing for us to sing it. But it's another thing for you to declare and use your voice and say there is nobody like my God. I'm telling you, God loves that. Can we lift up our hands all across this place? I'm going to teach it to you, okay? I want you, you really got to help me. This kind of a call and response thing, all right? Let's do it. Let's see if we can get it right the first time. Everybody sing, no one like you. No one like you. Okay, all right, all right. That was practice. That was practice. That was practice. We were ready. That, like, you guys, like, when we start it like that, like, then you go, okay? Just like that. Like, we're going to start it, and then you say it. You guys got it? All right, there we go. See, he's got it in the back. I love it. Brother Ron, I love you so much. Oh, my goodness. Let's try one more time. Here we go. Everybody sing, no one like you. No one like you. Sing, no one like you. No one One more time, like one more time. You.
this. you've been singing that there is no one like our God do I have a believer or two that really believes there is no one like our God do you believe that we're gonna pray here but I want to know as we begin to pray 
vacant right now, lift your voice, clap your hands, however you're comfortable, and declare it dear. I believe Mike said it, that the footprint of this church is all over this world. I remember the first church we built in Tanzania, Oringa, Tanzania. I remember that. Put a big blast plaque on the front of it, honoring Brother and Sister Hill and all of that. Played such a major role in Paraguay and the school that's there. Central America with Nicaragua and El Salvador. I was in Brazil twice this week, and uh, not physically, but on the internet. And, uh, but uh, speaking at a conference uh, that was being headquartered in a building that the men of this church flew to Brazil and built. And uh, thousands of people were either there or viewing that thing. And, played such a role in that. Different ministries, ministers come out of this place grateful for all that the Lord has done. So, fascinating thing in the book of Matthew where Jesus heals a leper and he told him, when you go back to the temple, they're going to want to kill you. And before they, before they kill you, you, you need to Prove to them that you're healed of leprosy. And then, this is what I want you to do. I want you to tell the high priest that he is supposed to give the gift that Moses commanded. And I, I, I wish I could have been there to see that because it doesn't make sense unless you're a student of Leviticus, like 14, 15, and 16. Those are the chapters that talk about leprosy. And there's a chapter... It talks about the law of the cleansing of the leper. And now there was a guy by the name of Naaman. Uh, I can't remember if it was Elijah or Elisha. I always get those two guys confused. Anyway, it was during that time that a Syrian general by the name of Naaman, remember the guy that dipped in the Jordan River seven times? He was healed of leprosy, but he wasn't an Israelite. This is, this is the first Israelite, first Jew that healed of leprosy and uh, he goes back to the temple priest is furious you don't dare walk back into the temple knowing that you had leprosy they'd kill you and um, all of a sudden to the astonishment of the priest this man is healed he's never seen anything like that people don't get healed of leprosy and then he's asking the man you know what happened to you Jesus. You mean, you mean the fake from Nazareth? The phony? Well, you call him whatever you want. All I know is I was dying and now I'm, I'm healed. And he told me to tell you to give the gift that Moses commanded. If you go back into my library, there's and against the far wall, down to the left, there's a bunch of little there's books down there. They have, they have not been moved and they have not been opened since I've stuck those books on those shelves when we moved into this building in 1991. 30 years ago. 
I stuck those books. And I know exactly where they are, and I'll tell you what they are. They are my Bible school notebooks from my classes in Bible school. That's my mental model of this priest who uh, never had to refer back to what he had been taught 30 years before as a young rabbi. You go there and you've got to have an earthen pot and two birds and a sprig of hyssop and a little red cord and you've got to have somebody hold this earthen jar over running water and then you kill one bird and catch the blood of the dead bird and take the little sprig of hyssop which is a medicinal herb and you drag it through the blood and then you take this scarlet cord and tie this blood dripping piece of hyssop onto the foot of the living bird and let it go. It's very... A lot, lot of moving parts to that. And you've got to understand, no one's ever done this before. No priest ever has. This is the first guy to ever offer this, this cleansing ritual for this leper. Even though that thing had been in the word for well over a thousand years. But it was the first occasion to use it. I, I, I wonder how many other things there are in the Bible that are sitting on the shelves even now, that have never, ever been used. There's a great verse in the book of Malachi that said, the son of righteousness will rise with healing in his wings. And the word wing that is translated there is a Hebrew word, kanaf, which can also be translated edges or borders of the garment. And so one of the ways he said you'll be able to identify Messiah is there actually be healing in the edges of his garment. And you know, I think it's Matthew 9, the woman grabbed the hem of his garment and she was made whole. And it's, I, 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 off the top of my head, I think it's 14, but several chapters later in Matthew, this is what it said, and many besought him if they could just touch the hem of his garment. So to me, that woman opened up a whole new ministry that had never happened before, even though the prophecy had been there for many years. But this was the woman that brought that thing to life and it, it opened up a new venue and many men, who knows how many other people were healed because they did what this woman did. I believe that what we are experiencing right now is something similar to that. I, these young men, women, songwriters, musicians, I believe they're opening up a new venue in the music world. And we are fortunate to be able to be a piece of that. And um, um, if God will tarry in the next 20 years, you will live to see us have a oneness apostolic label for our musicians. We won't have to go to Nashville. We won't have to worship at an altar called success. We won't have to bow to that anymore. We'll have our own. Because ladies and gentlemen, with, with the exception of, of the Spirit of God, there's only, there's only one thing on the earth that didn't come from here, and that's music. Music came from heaven. Music is a God thing. And the Bible talks about that he had a worship leader. He was known as the day star. He's called Lucifer, which means light bearer. When you read the book of Job, probably 38 of Job, he said, there was a time when the morning stars sang together. And it's just, I've always been convinced that Satan, or Lucifer, was the first worship leader that God ever had. Listen to me closely. 
He lost his position, but he didn't lose his talent. Because the Bible said in Romans chapter 11, the gifts and callings of God are without repentance. When he gives you something, he's not taking it back. And Lucifer was gifted, and he's still gifted. The problem is, is that music, which was initially intended to be a means of deliverance, has now been aberrated and abused and twisted to where it becomes an instrument of depression and bondage. Don't doubt that Satan still knows how to teach people how to sing. He still knows how to teach people how to worship. That's why this is so powerful because uh, most Lamech had a, had a boy by the name of Noah and he's by far his most famous son. But when you read Genesis 5, it said Lamech had many sons and daughters. And if you study Genesis 4, Noah had a brother by, by the name of Jubal. And Jubal is where you get the word Jubilee from. And it's very clear in Genesis 4, Jubal was the father of those who played, who played on the stringed instruments and the organs. And it's just music. Music is a powerful thing, ladies and gentlemen. And we are, this is why Satan hates, hates what's going on here today. You have to pray for these people because they got a giant target on their spirit and he's going to do everything and he's taken a lot of them down through the years. So I want you to make sure you cover Kelsey and you cover Draylon and their little boy. I want you to make sure you cover them with prayer cover. This is, that's right. This is, this is the first week in 12 weeks that Draylon's been home. He's been all over the country, San Diego, New Orleans, Texas, on and on I can go. And my phone's ringing every week. Would you let Draylon come and do this? Would you let Draylon come and do that? We knew this was going to happen. And now it's coming to the point where we're going to have to be selective because his heart is here and we're grateful to have him here. But he could be gone every week if he wanted to. And that's, that's, that's fantastic. But, 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 well, but um, that's not what we're paying him to do run all over the planet. But I do, I, I do know that there are gifts that cannot be contained in one local assembly and will never contain Draylon's in this church family. It'll be much bigger than this church family. But this is his home, and I want you to make sure you cover him with prayer and that you protect them because Satan would give a big joy out of just taking something like this down. Amen. We're proud of you, Draylon. And we love you. And it's just, we do. Sing away, and we're going to sing and worship with you. God bless every one of you. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Jesus, we love you, Lord. We love you, God. Hallelujah. My God, how great you are. Come on, you know this one. Help me sing. My God, how great you My God, how great you are Cause you've been better than good Yes, you have, Lord So you've been better than good You know he's been better, if he's been better than good to you I want you to lift up a shout I want you to lift up your heart
for what he's done in this house. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We got a couple more songs here today. Again, thank you so much for worshiping with us. This is the heart behind this entire project. I wanted as soon as you turned on this album or this CD, I wanted you to just be able to listen to it all the way through. It starts with pastor praying at the beginning like we always do. And throughout the day, we're, we're worshiping and praising. And I, and I, and I, I believe that we've accomplished that. I believe we've accomplished that with this album. So these next couple of songs, I wanted to go ahead and say the story behind this next song. And it simply asks the question, why should I worry? Why should I worry? I was in a writing session for this record with one of my friends from Alabama. And uh, he told me a story when he was a kid that when the presence, a dark presence would be in his room, I'm sure that a lot of us have had that before in our lives. You're young by yourself in the dark and you're afraid and you feel something in the room. You can't see anything, but something's there. And I've had that happen so many times in my life. And he told his mother about that. His mother was a praying woman. And she knew that at some point he couldn't just jump back into bed with her when he, since he was a little kid. You know, he's going to have to learn to fight for himself. And so she said, listen, baby, whenever that happens, I want you to start saying the word of God back to that spirit. Whenever you feel that, that, that fear or anxiety. And she said, I want you to repeat, your perfect love cast out fear. Your perfect love cast out fear. Your perfect love cast out fear. And he said, as he began to say that, he felt that spirit just move away. And he fell right asleep when he was a kid. And I was so inspired when he told me that story. And I said, I, the Lord just kind of dropped this line on me. And it was, you know, if my God is with me, and if my God is for me, who can stand against me? And why should I worry? I love those questions in the Bible that, that they're so rhetorical. Who can stand against the, 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 the name of the Lord? He's asking a question because it's already, it already has an answer. Because no one can stand against God. There's no presence, there's no power, there's nothing that can stand against the power of our God. So this song literally asks the question in the face of the enemy, in the face of all the problems that we're facing in our nation, of all the people that are so afraid. And, 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 and I'm telling you guys, fear has tried to grip our nation. But I'm telling you right now that the church is standing loud. They're standing tall and loud. And we're going to proclaim 
Why should I worry? Let's lift it up in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You're worthy to be praised, oh God. Oh,
down every imagination and every high thing that exalted itself above the name of God. It must come down in the name of Jesus. Every high thing must come down. Every stronghold shall be broken. You wear the victor's crown. You overcome. You overcome. Say every.
still moving. God's still proving just how great and how powerful he is. It's in the room right now. I feel it. I feel it. There's some people that are still trying to hold on. There's some people that are still trying to hold on to what, 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 what you used to do or how it used to be. I'm telling you, God is, God is putting down a new anointing in this place right now. He's opening new doors right now. He's opening new realms of worship. And it's our job to respond. I'm telling you, if you respond in a way that you never have before, you'll go to places that you never have before. You'll see heaven in a different way. You'll see life from heaven's perspective. A holy perspective. Come on, let's link in one more time. Lift your hands. By the power and the authority of your name, oh God. We're saying we want to go deeper in you, oh God. We don't want to just sing songs about it, God. We don't want to just have a hype move, oh God. But we want a true move of your spirit. We want a true move of your voice, God, speaking and singing over us, oh Lord. God, your voice is the most important, not ours. Your voice, oh Lord, is the most important thing. Hearing the sound of your voice singing over us.
Continue to pray. Keep seeking after the Lord. We have one more song. And I'm, I'm, this is my last pool. This is our last pool. I'm going to get real with you for a second. I kind of had some selfish intentions for this next song we're going to sing. A lot of you guys know my mother and know where I come from, different things that we face. And uh, I was writing a song called Mercy Reaches. Um, I'm all that my mother's got. I'm all she's got. She's lost everybody else. wanted to write a song on the slight chance that she would be here that night and uh, I just wanted to tell her the same thing that I tell her all the time but it resonated so deep with me and so many of you know people on our team I think it's like one of our favorite songs and uh, I just wanted her to know and everybody else that no matter what you've done, no matter who you are, no matter how far you've ran, His mercy is still here. He can still change your life. I've seen Him do it over and over again. I get to see this all the time. I get to travel be a part of somebody's coming back to the Lord. Pastors spend so much money and so much effort bringing people like myself or Pastor Mike or, or Bishop Hoffman 
just to try to stir something in their church on the slight chance that they may say or do something that resonates with that one person and that they would come back, come back to God and their whole life change. So we're going to sing this, one, this, this last song. And I'm telling you, when it gets to that bridge, no matter what I've done, no matter who I am, no matter where I run, your mercy will be there. That means, I, that means you literally cannot go any place in the presence of God not be there. He is with you every single time, every single day, every single moment. I'm telling you, if you just lift up your hand on this song, I know that we've done a lot of songs that you don't know, and I appreciate you guys worshiping. God has met with us in this house, but I'm telling you right now, listen to me, I promise you, somebody in this room, I can feel somebody in this room or watching online that you believe that you've just done something that's just so hard, so bad that you just can't be forgiven. And I'm here to tell you that that's not true. It's not true. I don't care if you're the only person. If you're all by yourself, you don't have anybody that believes anything good in you. God still chooses to see the best in you. He still chooses to see the best that, that, that he can grab out of you. When nobody else can see anything good in you, he chooses to see the good in you because he put it there and he's calling it out of you. Can we lift up our hands all across this place? Oh, Jesus, we worship you, Lord. Hallelujah. Lord, we love you, God. We love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. Oh, Jesus. God, we believe in you, Lord. She is still reaching for us every single day. Oh, God. Oh,
Help. 